I know. <laughs> My family likes to use Zoom for chats, chatting. So staying connected with the fam. With the fam, yeah. Uh, How uh, are you? What's up? I'm good. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to Kansas for a couple weeks on Sunday. Oh, cool. Are you driving? Yeah. Oh shit! Nice. Crazy. All alone. So. Yeah. You have roommates though, right? Yeah, I have one roommate. Yeah, so been keeping busy. Are they like a friend? Did you know? Yeah. 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 She came. We were like uh, college roommates. Oh, okay. Yeah, my roommates. I don't. I mean, I didn't know them before I moved in here. We don't like hang out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So yeah, you're kind of bored. Just in my room. Yeah. With my dog. Cute dog, though. You have a cute dog. I do. He's sleeping right now. Now he's seen that I talked about him. <laughs> he's winking at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've just, this week's been okay because I've been doing these interviews and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, what, so, uh, what is it again? Can you just like um, remind me? Sure, sure. Yeah, um, Art of Comedy. It's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to um, pay for classes for starting with women for comedy and improv. Oh, cool. Them heal from trauma. So I want to work with women that have been in the like sexual assault center or the mm -hmm. domestic abuse centers, things like that. Um, eventually into prisons but I'm also mm. so women LGBTQIA mm. and then troubled youth is okay I see mm. that we're trying to help um just to even if they don't use the comedy like they don't become comedians or get on stage I think that just learning comedy and improv can help them you know with mm. confidence and all the ways that it's helped me and uh, I'm you know I'm really I am hoping that I can make some comedians out of it um, and just get more diverse voices out mm -hmm. cool into the comedy scene and into entertainment in general so is the grander goal of all of it yeah that's really cool um, so yeah I've just been talking with people about um, you know, how they, what they think, how comedy has kind of helped them and, mm -hmm. you know, the whole concept of comedy as an art form. Um, <clears throat> but first of all, I just want to know, like, how long have you been doing comedy and how did you get into it? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I started, I started like a fresh, as a freshman in college. So I guess like four years now, you know, but I wasn't really doing it like as a freshman. Um, but I, I basically just like joined this club on campus it was like a comedy it was like improv sketch and stand-up mm -hmm. and um yeah I just did like I just joined the stand-up branch of it and yeah I mean we just like ran shows on campus had open mics um eventually I started going outside of campus and just did open mics in LA and uh that's kind of where I met people and like got to do more comedy what led you to want to try it um, I know it was like, I don't have, like, I, there wasn't like one thing. It was just, I guess in high school, I was just kind of class clown a bit and, uh, thought I'd just, I, th I had like a teacher recommend it to me and like, 
like to try stand up and I didn't really know what it was. Um, so I looked up, I remember one time in class, I just looked up like female comedy. Like I didn't know <laughs> if that was even like a thing. And I stumbled upon like Natasha Leggero uh, and like Chelsea Peretti and whatnot. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I did it after that in college. Cool. I am, um, just so you know, several people uh, have, when we were talking about Denver comedy and females in Denver mm-hmm. comedy, have mentioned your name. Oh, cool. As nice. <laughs> kind of like an up and coming one, you know, mm-hmm. female comedian in Denver. So, how long have you been in Denver? Um, I, it's going to be like seven months. Yeah. yeah. About seven months, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, about the same time I came here. Yeah, yeah. So fairly new. I mean, I don't know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. pretty new for the scene. I don't know. Yeah. There's new people every day. So. Uh, yeah, true. That is true. I feel like there's going to be a lot more after this. I know. I'm curious to see, like, what's going to happen. I don't really know. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but a lot of the people I've talked to, and my, my myself included, got into comedy at a very low point in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think all of this is creating mm-hmm. points for people right and left. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Losing jobs and income. And I can't even imagine how many people are going to get divorced because they had to spend all this time together. Yeah, definitely. I know. I don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> But then also there's probably going to be a lot of babies, I think, too. Yeah. On the, on the flip side. I imagine so. there will be babies, um, mm-hmm. which will make- <laughs> prevent people hopefully from starting comedy because they're going to be a new parent so yeah not a good i know i think it's going to be like uh new year's you know yeah. when everyone uh, comes out because they have like a goal but i don't know i mean i don't know if people are going to quit or if people are like really eager to go on stage i don't know i don't know i think that all the comedians i know are super eager to get back on stage yeah the comedians i associate with are comedians they're not like Mm -hmm. hobbyists or you know open micers or whatever you want to call them they're actual like trying Mm -hmm. to be a comedian comedians so Mm -hmm. people i know that do comedy are like addicted to it from the start like right yeah the second they do it they're like haha like a drug so they're just Mm -hmm. Literally, probably itching to get back to it. <laughs> yeah, pr- yeah, I think so. I think I so. I am. Yeah. Um, do you think that, like, what what do you think comedy has? How do you think comedy has benefited you, as far as like the way you think or mm-hmm. handling bad things that happen to you? Yeah, I mean, I think I've definitely gotten like tougher skin. You know, like things don't really like bother me like they used to. And I think like, cause in high school, a lot of my friends were like, um, like would tease, you know, but it was all in good fun. So I felt like I kind of learned how to get over stuff pretty quickly. And so, um, yeah, I think it's like, uh, get, get, giving me like thicker skin and like, um, just like socially too. I think I'm just better at like talking to people just cause like when you dive into open mics, you just like meet a bunch of people all at once. Um, so I think I'm like, you know, less socially inept than I would have been without it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's changed. Yeah. My whole life, you know, also like just getting out of, cause in college, you know, everyone 
kind of stays on campus and they have their own circle. So I was able to like branch out and like see LA and that was really cool. And just meet people with totally different perspectives than me, obviously like, you know, people, all age ranges, all different types of lifestyles. Um, so it's definitely giving me perspective, you know, cause if I stayed, if I was just on campus, I would just, I think I'd be like real pretty narrow minded. Yeah. So, what, what college did you go to? Um, I went to UCLA. So it's a lot of, um, like Greek life, you know, it's big into all that sports. So that was, none of that was ever my thing, you know? Yeah. So I think open mics let me like kind of be more free in that regard and like explore like different avenues, you know? Yeah. And there is like the community aspect of the comedians. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it gave me like, actually LA did not give me a community at all, <laughs> but, um, but I did it because I'm from the Bay area. So I would do it in the Bay area when I go home for like summer breaks and things. Um, and that was where I like made like real friends, like lifelong friends. And uh, I felt like I was part of something, yeah. you know, bigger. And so that felt, that felt nice. Yeah. Denver definitely has a community. Oh yeah. Denver's super tight knit. Um, I mean, there's ups and downs as you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I personally felt very welcomed, but I know people who have very different experiences you know, and there's so much drama, it's out of control, so. <laughs> yeah, I've had people visit here that were not um, happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think it's not for everyone. But, sure. yeah, the, the, the humor, his humor was funny to me because I know him off stage, but mm -hmm. if, I was, if I was watching him and I didn't know him, it can come off kind of misogynistic um, for Denver, you know? And, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's not for everyone. I think that, um, I think too that, especially when people visit from a smaller scene where they're somebody in that scene, you know? Oh, yeah, for they, sure. They move here and you're nobody. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. Know, but see, for me, I feel like it was the opposite because it's like there's in L.A. there is no such thing as like because it's so big. It yeah. So spread out. So it wasn't like, oh, this person, that person, like, you know, so many people just had late night credits. So it was like so many people that it was like not even a big deal, you know. So here, you know, it feels better to be in like a niche community. Yeah, I think that... um I think that, I think, I think I've been, I mean, I've been, I've only been here, you know, since last summer, but I've been coming back and forth the entire four years. So I already had like connections when I moved here. So I wasn't like. From Kansas, right? Yeah. Cause oh, okay. my brother and I had brought like Denver comedians out there. Mm -hmm. We visited here. I would visit here two, three, four times a year as much as I humanly possibly could. Right. Um, so I made connections with people. So people already knew who I was when I came mm. here. That's um, good. Yeah, that's good yeah. to know people for sure. It's scary to jump in without knowing anyone, definitely. I don't know if I would move to a, a scene where I didn't know anybody. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was definitely like a risk, you know, and it was scary, but um, LA was just, you feel so lost. So I was like, it can't get worse than this, you know? Yeah, I've never, I don't, I visited LA before I did comedy. Mm. 
and I didn't like it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the city, I like the city, you know, the city's cool, but the comedy is, like, really bad to start in. Too much. Yes. Um, there's too many people, and yeah. they're not nice, and I've no. flipped off so many times while driving in my life. <laughs> yeah, people. no, it's stressful, for sure. These were rich people in nice cars. I was like, why are you so angry, guys? I know. But Bitter. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It was too yeah. stressful for me. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I don't really like the ocean. So yeah, definitely a beach beach town for sure. More into the mountains for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel more relaxed here, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, I know that you were just starting to just starting to take off in the scene. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Have you headline? Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I see. I have it right here on my calendar, April 11th and I had to cross it out. I mean, I was looking forward to a lot of things. It's, it's, it's a bummer for sure. It'll come back. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out how to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, it's going to be like starting over, you know, that's what it's going to be like. So Man, there's going to be so many people at the mics. Yeah. <laughs> us people. Yeah, for sure. New people. Mm -hmm. Have you been like writing a lot or? I have not. Um, I wrote, I mean, when this all first went down, I had a breakup. Oh, that's a lot of material. And then oh. I got a job and got fired from it. Mm. Yeah, it was a rough couple. Yeah. Two, three weeks in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I have, I have no material uh really like anything mm -hmm. new um i mean i've worked on some older stuff and i think i wrote a couple new tags i did figure out how to get like an old joke into a new joke um That's good. yeah no i mean anything is uh good is and valid at this i haven't been writing as much material as i mm -hmm. did before um just because there's nothing inspiring me yeah no definitely it's very uninspiring time i agree i just sit around watching tv like there's yeah. no and my my comedy is not observational it's mm -hmm. uh, you know my life experiences, experiences. yeah mm -hmm. i'm not having any experience I know. Right now and i know. You don't want to write quarantine jokes mm -hmm. i i want yeah. just when this is over i just want to forget it and and yeah. i don't want to write jokes about it i just want to Mm -hmm. move on with my life <laughs> yeah no i mean I, I think it'll go back to normal at some point but like who knows how long that'll be you know yeah i don't know i don't know there's yeah. so much unknown which is what i hate so much i hate yeah super uncertain uncertainty not knowing mm -hmm. um yeah so um let me see what was i saying the, uh, but the comedy, the art of comedy, um, you know, it is an art form that I think a lot of people don't, a lot of like lay people, you know, norm, normies, <laughs> they don't really, they don't really see it, like unless their fans don't really see it as like an art form, you know, mm -hmm. um, like my mother didn't really think of it as an art form. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, for, yeah. I mean, it's tough, I think, for parents to, um, to like, understand it. So did you go to, like, did you finish college and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I graduated, like, in June of uh, last year. So 
and then moved right here right away. Um, what did you get a degree in? Uh, English. You Are know. you doing anything with it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm working right now. I, I, uh, I'm still working from home, actually. So um, it's nice that, I, that I'm able to do that, for sure. I just, uh, I'm like, I work in marketing, digital marketing. So okay. everything's online. Um, so, yeah. I have a, I have degrees I have no desire to use. So <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what, what did you? Um, I have an associate's in accounting and then a bachelor's in business and communications. So I that's took pretty, I mean, you can definitely, that's pretty good. I mean, you definitely Well, I know it. I can get a job. <laughs> I yeah. want a job. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's, um, it was a, it was a weird transition for sure. I got a job for four days and then they fired me. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. They said it was my attitude, but I think he was, Really? they said that it was all, first of all, it was in chat. So it made it, mm. you know, when How could they say that about you, that, that seems so like rude. Well, because I only worked there for four days and I suggested a different way to process invoices. Mm. Um, and he was like, you know, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just learn how we're mm. doing it and do it that way. And I was like, well, you hired me because I have over a decade experience in accounts payable. Mm -hmm. And I thought you might want to use some of that experience um, yeah. to make things better because I was able to process this amount of invoices by myself and you have three mm -hmm. people doing it. Um, Damn. Yeah. I mean, that guy seems bitter, you know? Yeah. And that was all in text and he didn't know me and I wasn't there. In yeah. his he couldn't hear me, you mm -hmm. know, so it, it I don't know. And I said, okay. I mean, I said, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's cause I did it in a group chat with all the other people and then the other people were agreeing with me that it mm. might be a better way. Like, Oh, that makes sense. And it was his yeah. process that he, he thought yeah. it was a current process that sucks. Mm. And I was telling him his process sucked and they were all agreeing with me that my process sounded better. And yeah. Well, you know, that guy, yeah. I mean, he seems like, um, he didn't want to like admit that he agreed with you or something. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I, I really, I don't know who knows if I was a man, if it would have, I don't think, yeah. I think he would have corrected me if I was a dude, but I don't think he would have fired me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Could be. That's yeah. That's I the harsh reality. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really want to work. That company was a shit show. I didn't really want to work. Yeah. There <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. It, their processes were stupid. They didn't make any sense. And I knew how to do it better. Yeah. It's hard when, cause I have the ability to do his job. Um, mm -hmm. and I have done his job and I've been like an HR manager and accounting manager and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to get jobs that are beneath my skill set because I don't want the responsibility of a real job. Um, so I just want to be like an AP clerk, mm -hmm. you know, which is like, what I was doing 10 years ago. Um, so it's hard. I have to like dumb down my resume to even get an interview because mm -hmm. no one wants to hire somebody that can do their job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the threat for sure. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know. I kind of gave up on trying to find a job. I filed for unemployment today to see if I can. Oh, nice. We'll see if I get it. I don't know. Um, cause it was through like an agency and it was only four days. So I have no idea if that's going to count, but I thought, mm -hmm. I'll try. Yeah. 
and I really don't want a job. Um, if I can help, I mean, I was door dashing before, so it wasn't like I was doing nothing. Obviously I have to make money somehow. Yeah. But it's just not worth the risk for me to door dash. And I really, 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 really hate wearing a mask. Mm, yeah. It makes me panic to wear a mask. Um, yeah, sure. I've really just been, I haven't really been wearing one when I'm in public, but I've been avoiding going in public as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah. I me too. In, and I get out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like I went to the grocery store. I went and got groceries at Walgreens, which is a way more expensive way to do it. Yeah. But there was like nobody in there. Mm-hmm. I got in, I got out. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I get things delivered when I can. I did grocery delivery, but then they didn't have half the crap I wanted. So yeah, I think that's like really uh, busy. Yeah. And so I just, I've just really been, I haven't really been going out and I try to like mm-hmm. consolidate it. So I'm like, I'll go out and then I won't go anywhere for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go out and I'll yeah, for, sure. for like two weeks. So I know that I probably don't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, yeah. The incubation period. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's why like, I'm going to go to Kansas and then I'll be there for two weeks is I don't even need to be there for two weeks. I don't need to be there at all, but I'm going crazy. There is mm-hmm. some stuff that I want to get. There's, um, I have my heat press. I have a heat press for making shirts and uh art of female so i want to start making the shirts for the festival plenty of fucking time to do it and they don't have the year on them or anything it just says art of female comedy Mm -hmm. so i I don't have to you know yeah it won't matter if i don't sell them and i have to use them later Mm -hmm. it gets postponed till next year or something Mm -hmm. i want my heat press and in stuff that i have there to make some shirts and since i figure if i go there and I wait two weeks and I'm fine. And then I come back, you know, mm-hmm. if I go there and I wait two weeks and I get, I'm sick, at least I'll be there where someone can take care of me. Mm-hmm. But if I wait two weeks, then I should be good to come back and then wait two more weeks before I go anywhere. Right. Yeah. That's really what I'm trying to do is just not go anywhere. Yeah. Same. <laughs> really annoying. It's mm-hmm. driving me nuts. I was never home. You were probably not home a lot. Yeah, not much. Not much. Mm-mm. It's a big change, definitely. Being home all the freaking time. Yeah. Driving me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you're super, super funny. And you. um, just your stage presence is so like, I don't know. I like how dark you are, but you don't look, you know, you don't expect you mm-hmm. to be dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it throws people off sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you look, you don't look dark. Um, <laughs> who's the other one? Like Lily. Lily's pretty dark and yeah. she just looks like this sweet kid. And I know. She's Olivia. great. Yeah. Olivia's my favorite when she does a dark joke. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> yeah, so sweet, you know? know. <laughs> talking about cocaine. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, just... Um, yeah. So do you think that comedy is like, like, I don't know if you had confidence issues before. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think it's like helped your confidence as far as like just off stage in the world? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I think it has in it, in it, but also has also like definitely made me insecure in, in some ways. Um, Cause 
it's a lot of comparing yourself. I mean, for me, at least, um, I think for a lot of, I think probably more in women, um, just comparing yourself to other comedians, you know, and never thinking like I'm good enough and like, or like, why am I not getting this thing or whatever, whatever. So, uh, so, so it's, you know, it's made me insecure in those ways, but I think in like outside of comedy, it's given me, um, confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I, um, I don't know if it's cause I started later mm-hmm. cause I was 38 when I started. So I think there's just a lot of things that I haven't had to deal with because of my age and maybe because I started out in a place where I kind of knew who I was already. So it's like when you start out in your twenties, you're still trying to figure out who you are. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Who you are as a person, much less who you are as a comedian, you know, what Mm -hmm. your voice is. Yeah, for sure. And so I I had all those things figured out. You know, I have a pretty solid personality Mm -hmm. at 38. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, definitely like a lot of, um, you know, older comedians will say like, like, what should I, what what are you talking about? Like, you don't know anything. And I mean, it's true. Like, I, I definitely like, I'm not talking about anything like important or... I don't have, I know, and I feel like it takes a long time to get a voice in comedy separate from age. Like it just takes forever, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I don't know if you know, like Taylor Tomlinson, you know? I love her. Yeah, she's great. So, you know, she's 26, um, but she started 10 years ago when she was 16. Yeah. So she was able to like develop a voice, even though she's only 26, like she doesn't have really any life experience, you know? So, um, so, you know, mm-hmm. I admire that. I've been it's following just her for two years. What was that? I've been following her for about three years. Yeah, no, I mean, she's, she's like, she blew up, you know? Yeah, she really did, and she's so yeah. young. I just love how she isn't dirty, um, but she's yeah. also not churchy either, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she started in churches, but then she was like, fuck that, you know? She talks about sex, but she mm-hmm. doesn't, she's not gross about it. She does it in a... Yeah, no, she's very, like, mature. Yeah. For age, yeah. Yeah, so she's just, she's just, I wanted her, I, I actually messaged her people for my festival the year, bef- not last year, but the year before, mm-hmm. but we couldn't afford it, and now yeah. like, probably even more. I'm sure. I, I think she was, like, $5,000 or something then, but now she's probably, who knows. Oh, yeah. But, um, because I wanted her, because she can I, she's the kind of comedian I would feel safe in putting up in front of any audience, you know? Oh yeah. She can, she can read the room, I think for sure. And I wouldn't be concerned about her offending anybody or mm-hmm. upsetting anybody, but she's still just so unbelievably funny. Yeah. Um, she's great. Yeah. I really like her. Yeah. And then, um, I just think that I don't know what I would have told jokes about in my twenties, but, um, I love new comedians. Um, and they're generally younger comedians when they start, um, just the energy that new comedians have. I, I could not imagine ever just shitting on somebody and being like, what are you talking about? You stupid kid. Yeah. I think it's more the bitter, like, I don't know, male comics. Probably because you're, 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 you haven't been here that long and, mm-hmm. you know, you're probably getting booked more than they are. Um, cause you know, I do the website and the Facebook and I see, mm-hmm. I see your name on shows a lot. <laughs> I saw yeah, no, yeah. I think it, it does like 
um, upset some people, but for the most part, like everyone's been super like supportive and nice about it. Yeah, I honestly, in the four years that I've been following Denver comedy and since I've been here, I, 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 can, I feel very confident in saying that I haven't seen anybody that deserves to be getting shows um, not get them. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there's some people that are super, super funny, but they're assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Off stage and they right. don't, they don't have that part. Yeah, totally. Totally. Be funny and be kind. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't get like people that I'm like, it's so easy to not say your opinion on something. Like, you know, obviously I have a lot of like opinions about people, but it's like keeping it to yourself, you know? And I think like that helps you. Yeah. That helps you be perceived to be like oh she's nice and funny let's book her you know I definitely so. share my opinion on things a lot but no but I just mean like but not in like I'm talking about people who are like assholes about it yeah no not, that's I mean opinions about like people like shit talking and like yeah and like things that are just like I don't want to book this person like they're shitty you know I don't say anything that I don't say to people to their face yeah yeah no of course yeah, yeah no, I mean, but um, I think it's about picking your battles, though. I don't get involved in every single um, issue that's going on, especially, like, when you're talking about drama. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen you, like, because I, I can think of the people who, like, go straight to, like, the comment section, you know? And it's, like, it's so easy to not do that. It's, like, just don't do it. And then it, it's, like, you, yeah, you get booked more. Like, you're just, like, seen as, like, a better person. Yeah. Not I mean, the only issues that really get me going are, um, like, female assault and things like that. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some heavy things that need, that need to be addressed. But like it's that. nothing that, like, I'm not going to name a name. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to probably put this part in the podcast. But, um you know, there, there, there was a comedian that's been accused of rape and we all know who he is. And, yeah. um, so the first time I saw him, I met him in person. Um, I said to him, so I hear you're a rapist. Really? <laughs> and well, he, did he, well, what, what did he say? He just was like, Oh God, not this again. And then he explained right. to me, but it was just, yeah, he explained to me this, his side of it and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. And, um, Cause I was, I was just trying to figure out cause it all happened before I got here, you know, and you hear all these things and I was just trying to figure out if he was, cause I don't want to like, because I was doing the website and stuff and I don't want to promote a show that has a rapist on it. I don't want to mm -hmm. promote, and it's not like I want to censor anybody, but I feel that, um, but like if I put a mic or if I put a show on there that's hosted by a creep or the venue owner is a creep, I'm kind of telling people it's okay to go there. And mm -hmm. I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, that I don't want women. Um, Cause a lot of women do that come visit here. Like what mic should I go to? Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And I'm like, go to 58 comedy, you know, and I tell them to go to the website mm -hmm. and I tell them about different sites and different shows and stuff, but I don't, I feel like I'm endorsing the show by putting it on there because right. my name is on the site and my name is on the post when I share it. And I don't, I don't. So it's kind of, I, I don't, yeah. I'm so involved with like trying to empower women and this nonprofit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't want to accidentally associate myself with a creep. So oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and it's not that I think every dude that gets accused of something's guilty, I'll investigate it. And there was some shit that went down with like anonymous text messages trying to accuse somebody of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out to be um, a dude comic that was pissed off mm-hmm. at everybody trying to start shit. Oh, wow. And the women comedy comedians knew all about it. And we were talking about it amongst ourselves, but we didn't go public with it. We didn't, because it was all anonymous. Mm-hmm. We were like, we don't even know who this person is. It's in text messages. So mm-hmm. it just shows that we are able to rationally see a situation and, um, weigh evidence and not just make a witch hunt because that's what some of the male comedians act like we're doing we're Mm -hmm. the witches they've actually called they've said the witches i've heard male comedians be like oh did you get canceled by the witches yeah i mean that's fucking stupid i mean like they don't realize i'm part of the witches i guess i don't know right i mean it's just like all female comedians yeah. yeah dudes get real comfortable like I've, I've always hung out with men more than women um mm. so i'm really comfortable hanging out with men and sometimes they get very comfortable around me to the point that they forget that i'm a woman mm. <laughs> and they will <laughs> say things they would not normally say in front of the other females yeah, it's kind of like a superpower sounds like <laughs> it is yeah that way yeah i'm also very quiet and i can blend right into the background <laughs> perfected the art of blending in and not being noticed when mm-hmm. I was Yeah. That is a good skill to have, I think. <laughs> when I'm off stage, I'm not, unless I'm kind of, unless I'm like manic. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I'm manic, then I'm loud and blusterous and everybody yeah. pay attention to me. But normally off of stage, um, I try to, I'm pretty low key, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I try to sit back and, yeah, I think that's the better um, way to do it, you know, because I think it's easy to get in trouble if, you know, everyone's saying what, they're, what they think all the time. I don't think that's good for comedy. People are so quick to, like, cancel you, so. Yeah, and then just if you're reactionary and you don't think about what you say before you Yeah, say exactly. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to call somebody out publicly, it's going to be a well-thought-out, articulate. Yeah. For sure. Um, Not like impulsive. Yeah. Fact based Mm -hmm. um, statement. For sure. I think that's, yeah, that's the way to do it. I do. I do. I do avoid all the drama. I don't get wrapped up in the drama, but I don't, I don't hang out with a lot of the comedians outside of comedy though. I'm not like, Mm -hmm. not that I'm not friends with them, but I don't, so unless it's a comedy related thing, I don't really see any of the comedians. Mm -hmm. I think I went to a movie once in like December before with Sarah Hake before she moved away and there were a bunch of comedians there, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't live with them. I don't date them. I don't associate with them outside mm-hmm. of the realm of comedy. Not that I'm against doing it. If somebody invited me mm-hmm. to hang out, I yeah. would hang out, but I don't mm-hmm. seek out those types of connections. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it can cause a lot of problems if, if that's like your whole world, you know, that's why, I mean, I like having like a separate world from comedy, you know, like, I think it's, I think it's like unhealthy if that's like kind of your everything, like, cause I think it's like now you're mixing kind of, I guess like business and pleasure kind yeah. of. So. 
I, I, think, have, yeah. I don't really have a life outside of comedy, Denver, like when I'm here, but um, my whole life is in, otherwise is in Kansas, all my friends. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Just like another, like something that's not comedy related, you know? Yeah, I'm not in comedy to make friends or yeah. <laughs> find a lover. Yeah, um, I mean, that's good. I think that's good to have like goals that are just business, like business yeah. professional. And then also yeah. like, when you start producing things, it gets tricky because your friend, just because somebody's my friend and they're a comedian doesn't mean that I think they're good enough to be booked. You know what I mean? And then you have friends that like want to be booked on your show and you're like, I don't think you're yeah. ready to be booked on my show. And then they get pissed off. So, right. yeah. <laughs> or I had, I had a comedy friend do some, do some work for me for, um, he made some, uh, press releases for me. And, um, I was going to pay him and he was like, Oh, I just thought maybe you could put me up on one of your shows. And I was just like, Oh, well, you know, I mostly do female shows and oh, I'd rather just pay you. And he just yeah. he went back and forth. I was like, well, I'm just going to pay you. Cause I don't want to feel like I owe you anything. Yeah. When no. the reality was, I just wouldn't book him. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously up to you, you know, yeah. shouldn't feel forced to book anyone. Yeah. I don't want to owe anybody stage time. Yeah. But a lot of comedians do that. A lot of, not here as much, but in the, in the smaller scenes like Oklahoma and Kansas and stuff, it's like, book me, I'll book you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, I mean, I've seen that here for sure. Um, I think people assume, you know, and then people kind of resent, end up resenting you and then. Yeah. I think that I've avoided a lot even though women get blamed for a lot of drama, I honestly think that I've avoided a lot of drama and a lot of problems because I primarily just work with female comics. Yeah. Um, yeah that'll probably avoid a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't see a lot of female comics complaining about not getting, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever, I'm sure you've been in group chats for shows where it's just you and a bunch of dudes and then Mm. they just start talking about their dicks and (laughs) roasting each other. And then when it's just females, it's like, when's the show business business. (laughs) Then after the show, it's like, you were amazing. You're great. You know what I mean? And they're so supportive female. Yeah, no, I did uh, notice that about Denver is the support within female comedians because that's not always the case you know like I think a lot of scenes you know women are don't hate not hate but they don't support or they don't you know they just shit on them like yeah so I like the the supportive community yeah yeah it's great here it's one of the reasons I wanted to be here for comedy um I did I went to Omaha initially because I was just I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to um not the scene here, but just live, handle living in the city and supporting myself and not just get burnout trying to survive. Yeah. Um, so I went to Omaha initially, but I wasn't very satisfied with their group of women there. Mm, um, yeah. So it's just so much better here. And uh, so many, but so many reasons. Anytime anyone's like, I hate where I'm living, I want to move. I'm like, come to Denver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I moved. To, I mean, I only heard good things about it. So. Come to Denver. That's my answer for, that's my solution for everything. For mm-hmm. Move to Denver. Yeah. Um, 
No, I, so that's another reason why I think it's a good, this is a good place to start this nonprofit. So like, cause we do have like Christy Bukley teaching those classes and she's mm. amazing. And, um, it's a great class. And I've, I've talked to some of her, I've talked to one of her students. I interviewed her, Ashley NG. And then, um, just seeing the three students I've seen of hers at Mike's or four, there's four I've seen mm. are all just amazing. They're all yep. funny and I, they already have a stage presence and I can see how much, um, time taking that class saved them. It was worth every penny, just the knowledge that she gave them of how, you know, the, the workings of the scene and the workings of a mic. And, you know, she told them so much that they are, that, you know, she saved them six months or a year of just hustling on their own. Mm -hmm. And then they already have, they have each other, you know, when they go to Mike's to go to Mike's. Yeah. Day. I think that's huge. Yeah. So if I can, you know, that if I can get women into improv and into, cause the improv community here is the same. It's the same kind of close knitness mm -hmm. um, as the stand up community. And so I think like if I could get them through the classes and into that, I know they're going to go into an environment where they're going to be supported. Um, mm -hmm. like they're going to need to be supported when they get out of the class. So I think this is a great place for me to get this started. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I'm pretty excited, but you're on the festival, right? Yeah. I mean, so it, it changed to July, right? It's always been, yeah, it's July 16th to the 19th. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, who knows about July? Hope. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that'll work. Yeah, I hope so, because I don't want to, everything's being pushed off to the fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of festivals um, I've seen, yeah. So it's going to be so busy in September. Yeah, for sure. High Plains is in August. Oh, yeah? Is it still uh, happening? Yeah, as far as, as of right now it is. Mm. So as far as their website goes, it all says that everything's still, they haven't canceled it. Yeah. Um. But it's like the end of August, middle of August, so it should be the it should be the July and August and like September should be a good window mm -hmm. of health from what mm -hmm. they're saying for predictions. Um, yeah. But as far as and I don't I'm at, I with the pushback they're getting to open things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Honestly, my concern is whether or not people are going to come out. It just depends on yeah. how. If they don't open stuff till July 1st, are people going to feel like going to smushing themselves in a theater? Right. Two weeks later. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard, really hard to tell. Honestly. I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm moving forward as if it's happening. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's a good uh, mindset. I think. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And if I have to cancel it and, Oh, I don't really want to think about that because I, I don't want to, I want to do it in the summer. So if I cancel it and wait till next year, I have to wait all the way until July. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A year. Yeah. I've been waiting as it is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I've been waiting since, well, I started like planning it in like December. So mm -hmm. we'll see, man. I don't know. Cool. 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 I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I don't even know what's going to happen with these recordings. If anybody's going to listen, <laughs> they're probably not, probably not going to listen. I've had some really good conversations though, that had nothing to do with art of comedy. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to take part of the conversations. If it, 
and I, I, I'm going to have a second podcast uh, mm-hmm. called The Fat Lonely Bitch. <laughs> um, cool. And so it was my, like last Friday, I did one of those fake comedy album things. And it's The Fat Lonely Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Fat Lonely <laughs> Bitch was the name of my fake comedy album. Okay. <laughs> but now I got all these recordings of me just bullshitting with comedians, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to record my conversations with anybody that wants to talk to me. Cause I'm a fat, lonely bitch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, so, but, um, yeah, I think that's about it, but thank you for talking to me. Oh cool, yeah. No, thanks. Thanks so much. As this soon as the pizza place can be open, I'm going to start my newbie showcase. For oh, her. wait, what, what place? The pizza place where you were supposed to headline. Oh, I see. Yeah. I uh-huh. or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And it was going to be, we had all, we had shows there every Saturday and a mic. It was going to be like the new comedy hotspot. Damn it. I mean, it's still going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. As soon as they allow us to do it, I'm going to start yeah. doing it. Uh, whether people yeah. come out or not, I don't know. But it's, yeah. They open up restaurants, everything. As soon as everything's full going again, I'm going to, I'm going back out there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's a, that's great. So I will, I will keep you informed. Yeah, please do. Thank you. Arts, because I definitely, definitely want you to headline. So Yeah, no, I mean, I would love to. Yeah, I'm bummed that um, it didn't get to happen. Yeah, that was going to be my first show, my first show of that series. So, mm-hmm. yep. Huh? I'm trying to just keep the shows because I already had a book, so I'm just like trying to yeah, just postponing, yeah, postponed it. Yeah. So, well, you have you have fun, yeah, whatever it is you do. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, hang in there, you know, have yeah. fun back in Kansas too. Okay, all right, I'll talk to you later. All right, Bye. see ya.